You're listening to Keeping It Positive, and this is your host, Travis Timmons. And today I have a very special guest with me, yes, Caleb Basham. That's good. We have been getting to, trying to get together for like the longest time. A very long time. Too long. Yeah. You've been like busy. I've been busy. We've been busy. Everybody's busy, right? <laughs> Everyone's busy. So um, I want to say thank you for coming in first off. Absolutely. It's been um, a long time coming, but we're finally here. Um, and you know, before we get into our topic this week and talking to you, cause this show is all about you today. So I'm not doing a topic. We're going to actually just be talking about you the whole time. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, that's how it's going to go today. So let's actually talk about how our week was. We'll do a quick rundown. How was your week? You can get started. Um, my week has been crazy. I, you know, planning out the week and stuff like that. I got, I'm meeting up with some other artists this week and going over some stuff and trying to get ready for the addicted release and the release party and all that stuff. So a lot of planning going on, a lot of, uh, you know, stuff like that. Kind of a little bit of stress, not too much, though. That's my right. my goal is to keep everything as low stress as possible. But um, definitely just uh, planning a lot of stuff, but definitely busy. So Right. And I know none of you know what addicted is right now, and you will after the show is over. Um, so just stay tuned for that. My week, I've just been working all week, nothing else. I work from 2 to 7 every day, and that's it. But... Um, <laughs> that's all I do, yeah. and podcasting. Other than that, I haven't had much going on, so let's get into it. All right. Okay. Let's get into so it. before we go on, what what do you do? Like, this is the whole point of it. What yeah. do you do? Um, well, I'm a recording artist. I do pop R&B type stuff, um, mainly pop, kind of, you know, a lot of people parallel me to like Bieber or Chris Brown or Sean Mendes. You know, there's a lot of different people that people pull from. Uh, Post Malone. Like, I have a lot of different styles mixed in because I listen to so many different artists and um, I, like, study them and how they do their thing. And that's right. how you become successful. Um, but, yeah, so I do that. And uh, so just right now, I, I actually quit my full-time job to do music full-time. Oh, really? And so I'm doing just music. I do a little bit of Uber and Lyft on the side. You know, I right, get that little right. extra money in there. But... um. Other than that, no, it's just music stuff and go to the studio a lot, meet new people, go to concerts, support other artists and stuff like that. So Right. So where do you record at? Is there a... uh, I go to a studio called Orlando Recording and Production. Okay. O-Rap for, for, for short. Not for short. <laughs> uh, for short. It's O-Rap Studios. It's, um, it's in Orlando. And uh, it's right. It's actually right next to the Millennium Mall. So after ah, I get cool. off, after I get done there, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go look around. It's right, right. find at the it's Gucci nice store. Area, <laughs> so why not? So, um, but the yeah, with that, like, I go over there. We have a guy named his name is Stupid Genius. He's a super good producer, super right. awesome guy. Um, just actually cares about the artists. You know, it's hard to find a lot of people like that. And so right. he sits down and develops your music and stuff. And so very good dude. Uh, great people at the studio. Get to meet a lot of people. Right. Uh, Wow, my voice is cracking a lot. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a great place, good environment. So right. So how did you get started? Did you like? I want to know the story because I don't even know it. It's actually crazy. Yeah, because you knew me when I was younger. Right. And um, I was only a drummer. Right, I never right. sang. I Phobes was always the one. My best friend Caleb Phobes when we grew up was always the singer. And everyone's like, oh, like you're just a drummer. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, but uh, so through a lot of encouragement through different people like Phobes or Pastor Tyler right. and my parents. Um, it took a long time. I, I was actually wanting to be a worship leader for a long time. And that was like my passion. But over time, I like learned that that wasn't necessarily what God had for me. And I had someone prophetically speak over me at one point in my life saying, um, of course, first and foremost, you're always a worshiper and the devil hates you for that. So he's going to test you. Right. But you're going to impact millions of people through an alternative um, platform. And 
I took that to be what is my secular music, my love music, and I keep it positive. I keep it clean. Families can listen to it. You could probably play it in the church, and people aren't going to be like too upset about. It. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. um, I just try and keep it clean and positive, and and make sure that it's something that anyone could listen to. And uh, through my music and through my life, I want to show who God is. Right. But um, as far as getting started, like. Pastor Tyler uh, literally sat down with me. We used to meet on a weekly basis, and he's like, so how's, how are things going, blah, 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 what's your goals? And uh, I told him what I wanted to do and what my plan was for my future. And he said, all right, I want you to start going and recording. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, just go start doing something. Right. Do something, you know. Right. Don't sit here and do nothing. Like, go do something. And I was like, I don't know, man, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, if you don't schedule recording time, I'm going to schedule it for you. And then I'm going right. to drop you off, and you're going to have to, you know, Kind of along those lines, and so I scheduled a, a studio in, in um, where was it? Altamont Springs called okay. 212 Recording. Oh, I know that place, yeah. And uh, so I scheduled a thing, and then I tried to call, and they were busy, so I ended up just driving over there, and I said, hey, guys, like, I walked in, and I walked into someone's studio session. Like, I didn't know how any of it worked at that time, so right. I walk in on someone's studio session. I'm like, oh, my bad, my bad. But uh, the guy's like, yo, like, what's up? I was like, hey, I need to do studio time. I paid for studio time. He's like, okay, come in tomorrow. This is the only time we got open for, like, the next two months, and I was like crap that's uh pushing it but I'll, okay i'll come in he goes uh and you have your track already ready and i was like oh you guys don't have a producer or anything he goes no you got to make your own music or you get something off youtube and i had to go home and the song impatient that i released i had to go home right. i made that beat in one night wow <laughs> and then recorded it there and then i took that song to o-rap studios where stupid genius helped me develop the song better re-redo my vocals because that was the first song i ever did and right. i never sung on a studio microphone before so he helped me like develop all that. So, but yeah, wow. that's like the beginning story. Like Tyler pretty much just pushed me. He's like, here's the, here's the cliff. I'm about to push you off it and you're going to succeed, succeed. And, right. uh, so, but you had already had this kind of idea. Of I had an idea of what I wanted to do. Right. I didn't know how I was going to do it or what it was going to look like. Um, but that's really what everything I did end up being. And then especially quitting my job to do this full time. That's a right. big step of faith. Um, and some things like haven't necessarily gone the way I wanted them to, but like, I take it as God saying like, Hey, these are not what I have for you. Like, you just focus on you. Don't right. give up on yourself and, and feed and sow into yourself, and the rest all work out for you. So I'm really excited, though. I think this song is going to be the next uh, right, right. that's going to help me. <laughs> okay, so I know if, if you're going through all this and you're kind of going through an up-and-down thing, you mm -hmm. know, music, the music industry, podcast yeah. industry, all of it is kind of a rough thing. Yeah. Um, it's not something that happens overnight, and I know you know that. That um, it's a process to get to where you want to be. Absolutely. Um, but what kept you positive? What routines do you have? What kept you positive through all of the ups and downs? Um, that's a tough one, right? I think. I yeah. I well, it's just, just so much. Like, right. Because there's, it takes so much. Like being a, like healthy minded and being able to stay. It's so much easier to just be negative. Right. And that's something I dealt with for a, like a majority of my childhood because I was bullied as a kid and all this stuff. Right. And so I was angry at the world. So it was easier to be like angry and stuff like that. But like getting older, like um, seeing my mom, like she had the same transformation I did. She used to deal with a lot of anger and struggles. So seeing my mom transfer through that and right. become like the super gracious, loving person over time helped me develop that side. And um, some of the things that both of us have learned together is the whole forgive and forget thing. Like, you know, something stresses out. Like, you have these ups and downs, and usually those ups and downs are caused by a single person right. or by several people who you think are your friends, especially in music. Like, your best friend can also be your worst enemy because right. we're all just trying to succeed. And so there's been times where, like, I've been made all these promises and things don't go the way they're supposed to, but, you know, you just forgive and forget it. You're like, all right, let me just get over it. And I just live with the anti-stress policy. Like, I don't stress about anything. Like, if something happens, 
I'm not stressing over it. And my girlfriend tells me all the time, she's like, I don't know how you don't stress about things because she struggles with anxiety. Right. And um, that's something that a lot of people, I used to struggle with that seriously, um, really bad. And so I think it really just came down to realizing that like things that aren't in my control are things that I shouldn't worry about. Right. If there's something that's going to happen that I can't control, like I can't control if the world ends tomorrow, but I might as well enjoy today kind of thing. So, and a lot of that came from watching, I don't know if you know who Gary Vee is. I do. That dude is so encouraging. Yeah. So like that kind of stuff, like that's how I kind of, I just, what goes in comes out. So if you fill your head with positivity, you're going to be positive, you know? Right. So, right. Okay. So we ask everybody that comes on the show, where do you see yourself in 10 years? 10 years. Uh, red carpet events, ah, signing autographs. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very much commercial minded. Like I really want to do a commercial thing, right. but it's not even like um, a lot of people are like, oh, you just want to be famous and all this stuff. And I'm like, that stuff is really cool. Right. But at the end of the day, I want to make a difference, and I want to take what I can and do what I can to make right. change anywhere. I also got prophetically spoken over that um, I would be one of the people who helps bridge the gap between uh, minority groups and you right. know more what people would consider like white category, you know, just like bridging those gaps. Right. Right. And, um, it's really funny because they didn't know that I worked at a studio where most of our clientele is rap artists. Oh, wow. And like, I don't think we've had, we have like maybe two people who are rappers who aren't a minority group. And these kids are so cool. Like I'm telling you, and like, people are like, Oh, like Caleb, like how does it feel being the only white kid going into the hood? And I'm like, dude, it's, it's not even, these are normal people. We're all family. Like I think, I think that you know, the, everyone has this misconception of like that stuff. So in ten years from now, like my goal is to help bridge those gaps and and help people see that we're all one person. Like everyone, no matter where you go, we're just people. This, right. Like these kids are my family. Like I have, there's a guy named Bossa. He's an incredible rapper. He's like a brother to me. Kid Manny. Like I have all these kids that like are around me that are also artists, and we just right. like it's become a family. And I think that's something that music does is bring a lot of people together. Um, but definitely, like within the next ten years, I want to be headlining a lot of movements that will bridge gaps and it's not about the fame or money those things are really nice and it's great right. but i mean really to do the kind of movements that i'm thinking of i have to be set up for fame and stuff like that people have to have influence somewhere so um but definitely i am a more commercial red carpet <laughs> i'm trying to get grammys i'm trying to do everything right. maybe even do some acting in there just a little bit of everything like you know right Whatever works, works. You there, know, there's no reason, no one that says that you can't have one job. Right. So yeah. There's no reason. Why I, you well, can't. that's the thing is like I, I hate when people are like, oh, he's an artist, he can't right. act, and I'm like, right. that's not true. Like, you know how many artists have double, like, you know. Right. So right. I mean, yeah, I definitely want to do stuff like that. So ten years from now, man, I, I don't, I can't say for sure that this is where I'm gonna be or this is what I'm doing, but right. I plan on having a Grammy, maybe two, maybe, right? Maybe three or why fifteen. Not? Who 10, knows? Who yeah. Knows? Yeah. But cool. um. Definitely something like that. I'm very ambitious on a lot of things. Cool. And okay, so talking about influence, I know you said that you had one night to kind of prepare this song when you first started. Yeah. But did it have a, you know, what was it about? What's the song about? Did you, what came to mind when you were writing it? Yeah, that song. So Impatient, um, I had one night to prepare that. And uh, I hadn't even like completely finished the lyrics. And right. since he said we only have this, tomorrow night is the only night we have open for like the next two months. I was like, crap, man. Like, so uh, I went home and I stayed up till 4 a.m. Right. making like the music. And it wasn't even nothing fancy. It was very simple. And um, and I just sat there and the whole theme of it was impatient. So it's talking about um, a lot of people think there's there's a lot of misconceptions about what that song's about. Um, there's a few things that like one of the main things is like um, being in a relationship with someone that you love a lot. Uh, you you get impatient for things like you really right. just want to be with them. And so my thing is like, can I take you to where we're going to be? 
10, 20 years. Like, I just want to be with you for the rest of my life. So that, that's the whole, th- I'm impatient to spend the rest of my life with you kind of ah, thing. Cool. Like, I want to get married. I want to do all these things. But in my head, I know it's like, I should wait. We need to make sure, you know, she wants to go through schooling. I want to make sure my career is starting to take off. Stuff like that. Right. So, um, but yeah, like loving someone like that, like it makes you very impatient for the future. Like, I want to have kids. Like, I'm ready to like, you know, I right, want to be right. a dad. You know, I just want to live life with you. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we're not ready for any of that. So got yeah. put all that on hold and you know get your life together and and that's not to say that some people aren't ready at this age it's just that i know for a fact that i'm not like, right, <laughs> I'm right. not in a position to be a dad right, right. now i can barely afford myself yeah. I'm not, you know yeah. so um but yeah that's what that theme was about it took me i mean it didn't take that long to write it uh making the music i'd done music production before so i kind of had an idea of what i was doing right i mean obviously it was nothing ready for the radio but then when right. i took it to o-rap we developed it further and right. but yeah so the main influence behind that was just the relationship I'm in and wanting to spend the rest of my life with somebody. It's just like, right. I want to get there. I want to be there already. I'm right. impatient for it. So Cool. Okay, now let's talk about this new release you have coming up. Addicted. Yes. What is that all about? Tell the listeners. So this song is like a mix between current relationship and like old crushes. And it's kind of an interesting like concept. So like for me... Um, just the concept of the song is like being addicted to somebody like you love right. them so much like you want like you know how like when you first like start liking someone you want to be right. with them 24 right. 7 you're like man i just oh they're going i'm gonna go to this party too yeah. now you know so like, yeah you know um that's like one of the biggest like things and and that's like relationships man like when you first get into them you're in that puppy love phase and you're just like man i want to be with you all the time and that's kind of what the song talks about but also it talks about um there's a line in it it says um addicted to you and love with the way you play with my heart like you do right so there's something about like i don't know what it is but there's something about like when someone when a girl like messes with my heart she's like kind of on and off with me it kind of right. like now it's peaking my interest i'm like well she's halfway there but how do i get her 100 commit right. you know like how do right. i get her 100 hooked you know yeah and so it's like um that drives you to like want to be like more something like try and get their attention more so it's kind of like it's kind of an interesting play on things so that's kind of like the the relationship half of that is like oh I want to be with you twenty four seven and then the crush half of that was like when I first started developing feelings for this person it was like I want all your attention like how do I get all your attention you're playing right. with my heart like let me get you know so I don't know right it's kind of like the concept of the song um but yeah so when is it released when I know you're having an event for it yep. tell them all about that so the release is uh, June seventh okay. it's on a Friday I believe. So Friday at 12 a.m. Right. And then the release party is going to be at Daytona Beach. We're going to do like a big tailgate style. There's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Right. Uh, games and stuff, giveaways, prizes, all that stuff. Anyone cool. is welcome. Well, how in the world did you get that? I was just sitting there thinking and I'm like, you know what? That's cool. I was going to rent a venue and I was like, right. See, if I just invite anybody, though, I don't know what they're going to do at the venue. So I'm like, uh, I don't want to be responsible for having to right, right. deal with something. So I'm like, you know what? The beach is an open place for the public. They can do I'll what they want to do. I'll set up a big do. tent, right. and anyone can do whatever they want. You can do, you know, I don't have to agree with what you're doing because you're right. on the beach, and you can do whatever you want. So, you know, and, I, and it's, everyone's welcome. I ain't got nothing to judge for. So, right, right. <laughs> you know, you do whatever you got to do, man. And yeah. uh, so it's just going to be a big event, and um, it's June 8th. It's on a Saturday. starts at 11 a.m., and we're... Going till 6 p.m. is going to be a long day for me, but right. we might end up doing that just depending on – we might shut down a little earlier, but um, right. the Facebook event is on uh, my Facebook page and stuff like right. that. So, But, yeah, it's going to be fun. And, uh, so does that mean you'll be performing the day of the event? 
not performing, but I will be. I mean, what I want to do is I want to have everyone listen to the song once, and right. then right after that, I want to shoot like a fun video ah, of us just like seeing. Like I'll be in front of the group of people, right. and then we'll just like there's beach balls bouncing in the back, ah, like you cool. know, just kind of like a right. cool little visual uh, to put up and help promote the song. Uh, right. Because like a lot of people tell me this is going to be a song that will help me take off because it's very commercial type. So. Well, I really like the cover art. It's yeah, really it cool. looks really cool, right? Yeah, someone, really someone cool. told me they're like, "Oh, you're just copying Bieber with." Drew, oh my gosh, with I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I, I was saw. Like, I was like, but it doesn't not look like copying it. Drew. No. Like Drew, his mouth is the word Drew, and the eyes are normal. Like mine have X eyes. I'm just right. saying. Anyways, right. but um, even then, it's a smiley face. You can't like. Right. Not use a smiley face. Right, right. <laughs> so where can they find out more information about that and find out more information about you? Right. Um, well, I have the Facebook page. Uh, it's Caleb Basham Music on Facebook. Um, Caleb with a C, C-A-L-E-B. And then Basham is B-A-S-H-I-O-U-M, as in like monkey or something everyone always thinks it's an n and i'm like no it's m <laughs> yeah but uh that's my facebook page uh caleb basham music and then instagram it's caleb underscore basham um and you can find any of the music on spotify or itunes if you search my name right uh, i think it's on google music apple music itunes spotify deetzer all these like different platforms so it's Everywhere. all over the place yeah it, i think it's even it on i think it's even on the iheart radio like catalog right. so they can right. play it on the radio cool so okay cool Okay, so let's thank you for sharing all that because I yeah. didn't know any of it. Yeah, yeah I really didn't. Crazy. And, um, it's quite a bit of information that I'm glad it's a podcast so people can go back and listen to it. Yeah. Um, because, you know, some people don't really realize the struggle it takes. And Dude, it is uh, such a struggle. I exactly. Mean, and like getting up on a daily basis, sometimes like you'll listen to your song and be like, oh, wow, it's not that bad. But then other days you get up and you, you hear it and you're like, man, I don't. That sounds terrible. You right. know, like, it's so discouraging. And then you look at the streams, and it's like, oh, I only got two streams today. Like, right. Or I got zero streams. It's like, man, like... Am but I... sometimes we're our own enemy. Right. Like, it exactly. Need, it's not and like people like, don't listen. And that's what, like, the first thing, like, I was, I released Impatient with the mentality, like, okay, this is going to be my weakest song, so I'm right. released it first, which was dumb, because you always put your best foot forward. Right. But um, I released that, and I'm like, oh, no one's going to like it, right? And then I released the second song that I thought everyone was going to love. Right. Impatient blew the second song out of the water. Wow. Like Bad for me still has not gotten very many streams. While Impatient is still like sur- so, consistently surpassing that song. Right. So it's what they say is like you really never know what's going to be a hit. That's like right. such a true thing because I didn't think anyone would be like, oh, Impatient is so good. But right. that's what's happened. And right. So what's bad for me about? Bad for me is about. Oh man, this is a fun one. Um. So it's I had a relationship with a girl and she wasn't. Like, one of the main lines is, like, it's not that you're a bad thing. It's just that you're not my queen. Right. And this whole thing is, like, um, you know, she's beautiful. She's smart. She's funny. She's cool. But she's not for me. Right. She's bad for me. Because ah. to me, like, it was, like, um, it was kind of a toxic relationship. She wanted a lot of my attention, a lot of my time, a lot of everything. I have time to develop as a person. Right. So when you're taking all my energy and all my efforts and all my everything, I have to still be able to focus on me somehow. And if you get upset because I'm focusing on me, that's toxic. Right. And so I'm going to want to back away from that. So and that's what the whole thing about that is, is it's like you're bad for me and all that stuff. And uh, I kind of threw a roast in there. And I, kinda, I, I was just not going to kind of feel that. bad about it. Do, <laughs> do these people know that these songs I are about I don't think this girl knows okay. it's about her. Okay. And if she hears this That'd podcast. That's so bad. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If she hears this podcast and she does know and she does, I oh. sincerely apologize. <laughs> oh but uh, at the time. 
she worked at McDonald's, and I she worked at McDonald's. I threw that in there as a roast. Well, now she's gonna know who That's it okay. is. It's okay. She's a sweet girl, though. She's very sweet. Not any, no one else knows. And right, she's a very very sweet girl, and she's you know I threw that in there as just like a people would probably laugh at it because she's actually moving into a more successful career path. Right, she's, right. She is moving like she's not like something, but I had to have something in there to kind of like throw shade to make people like, ooh, like who's that about? Right. Um, but it, like I wasn't trying to throw shade directly at her. The song was about the overall situation, um, but I, I'm not. I didn't like leave scarred from it. Like that relationship was, it was just wasn't a healthy one per right. se. But I'm not like to the point where like, oh, we can't hang out, or we can't be friends, or we can't. You know, I still love her and I think she's great and I do wish her the best of everything. Right. Most successful lifestyle. You know. Cause she's a really good person, and, and yeah. she does have a really good heart for people and stuff yeah. like that. So, but I did just throw a little bit of shade in there just to like <laughs> so, kind of make the song interesting because people are like, you know, who's this about? And I'm like, right, gotta figure it out yourself. Right, right, right. You know, like <laughs> I actually, I don't think no one knows this, but I wrote a song for a girl Uh-oh. when I was dating her, and it was called "You're Worthy," mm. and it, I did it with the local rapper in, out in Longwood, and um, the song it kind of told a story about how we went to prom together and all this different timelines mm-hmm. and um then we broke up and when we broke up <laughs> I, I i haven't talked to her for like a year or whatever and i'm actually back with the rapper right now trying to write a song about that and mm. try and getting out of it and about how nasty she was hint hint that's the name <laughs> of the song nice so um, i'm not a rapper but you are but do you rap that's the question for um you. If I were to be considered rap, it would be like post Malone rap. Right. It's not like you know I'm not Twenty One right. Savage like that dude. You're more of singing kind of thing. Yeah, it's more like a more emphasis on like the hip hop half. You know, right. like because it's more like a it's like singing with a, a rhythmic like a quick rhythmic pattern because every technically everything has a rhythmic pattern. But like right. for instance, like you just put little jumpy like yeah. you know like you don't like but i'm not like rapping and right i'm definitely not like rap lifestyle like at all right. <laughs> i'm like this little white kid from winter garden and everyone's like why right. are you hanging out with the hood kids like oh. i'm like because i love the hood kids you right know, like, right these are my homies and they right. <laughs> it's funny yeah but so, um but yeah no i'm not a rapper by any means um but there was one song i have that will probably release soon with my buddy named bossa the kid that i was talking about right um it's called what about us and um the producer was like, you're kind of doing like a little bit of a rap scene there. You need to do that more. And so like, I kind of like developed that a little bit more. Right. Um, And so that song will be fun. That'll probably be like one of the next releases. It's going to be cool. But so one last question for you. Absolutely. Do you, do you, okay. I don't, I'm trying to word this. How, Hmm. in the next 10 years, this is going back to 10 years. Yep. Do you think your genre will change, or do you think it will stay the same? Like, because you know, some artists say yeah. well, they'll throw out rap one time, and then next um, time it'll go somewhere I different. I think throughout time there might be some changes, but that's the thing too. Like, even pop. Like, even if I just stayed in pop genre, the genre itself changes because right. when you look at pop, like back in whenever you know, like Michael Jackson was pop. And that, right. you know, that sounds nothing like today's pop because music is always evolving. So, of course, like the genre itself is going to change. But will I change genre pass? I don't know. Um, I have already in the works a country song. What in the um, world? And I, I don't even listen to country, bro. I don't even like <laughs> I'm like the least like you look at me and like right. this kid doesn't listen to country. Like he's right. a city boy. Um, but like it's for like whenever I have a daughter. Oh, OK. I'm writing a song for my daughter oh, already. Cool. Yeah. So and uh, it's called Daddy's Girl. It's gonna be such a good song. That I think it's. Be, I think it's gonna be played at every wedding. Ways yeah. Thought about. <laughs> <laughs> just 
<laughs> it could be a rap song too. Right. Yeah. It could be so, <laughs> it could many, be so things. many things. Yeah. But you gotta listen to but, it. But um, that one, that one's gonna be good. Uh, right. It's. I don't know why. Like, I really want a daughter. Like, I don't right. Know. Even if I don't have a daughter, nothing I'm still, wrong with I'm that. Still putting that song out. Goals, goals. <laughs> because that way, like, I feel like it's gonna be a good, like, you know, like every daughter, da- right. daddy daughter dance right. at the wedding is gonna Popular. be to that song. <laughs> right. Why not? But um, but yeah. So I mean, do I think my genres would change? Uh, I probably be probably. Because right now I'm mainly pop, right? But I'm working on some R&B projects, right? So that is already kind of crossing. Okay. And then, but I'll, three things I'll probably never be: uh, rock. I'll probably never be in screamo, right? <laughs> and I probably won't ever be a full-fledged rapper, okay? Because um, I'm not as talented as Eminem or Logic. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> um, but like, uh, I just don't have the flow for rap. I, right, I get right. lost very easily trying to. I've tried it before and it didn't work. So, <laughs> but um, and seriously a lot of respect for people who can pull you know do it yeah so but uh genre change 10 years from now no i'll probably still be doing pop i'm coming for bieber's title right prince of pop sean mendez and bieber i'm gonna come take it i'm taking it okay i got one more question (laughs) all right and this is gonna be last i promise um do you produce your own music like the the music you know how you did the yeah so the music part that you were doing for the Um, first song did you let someone else handle that now, or are you doing that? So, well, I have a position where I could just, like, all right, make this for me. I'm going to come back and tell you, blah, blah, blah. You know, right. I'm, I'm the overseer of my project. So I right. that's the nice part about being independent is I completely control 100% of everything right now. Right. I intend on getting signed at some point, so that right. might fade out a little bit. But my goal is to try and have as much control over everything as possible. Right. Um, but there is times, like, so, like, normally, like, you would do, like, a – a 50-50 split with your producer. Mm-hmm. Well, me and my producer do like a little bit like different because right. he gives me credit where credit is due. Like I said, he cares more about the artist than anything. Right, right. Uh, and he's such a genuine dude. And he's like, you know, like you've actually helped me expand my producer ability because he's mainly used to doing like trap music all this time. And now he's like, oh. now I'm having to make like Justin Bieber <laughs> and Shawn Mendes and Chris right. Brown. He's like, I've never done this stuff before. He's like, he's done it, but it's not something that he had focused on. And so like helping like, we just kind of bounce ideas off each other. We do this and that. So our arrangement is a little bit different because right. I do help a little bit. I don't like, I mean, it really all it is is pushing buttons now because music is so, like oh, it's changed so a lot. So different, right. But, um, but the, no one can push buttons like that dude. Like I'm telling really? you, this dude will have a beat done in like five minutes and yeah. it'll be like a whole song. Like, wow. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and he won't even press play. Like he'll, he'll arrange a song and be like, okay, I'm done. I'm like, you haven't even played it yet. Right. <laughs> but, um, but then I'll tell him like, yo, I like this, or hey, add this instrument in, or do this, cool. or take this out, and stuff like that. So I do have hands-on still, but uh, for the most part, he handles most of that, and he does a very good job. So. All right, cool. All right, so let's move on now. Let's talk about healthy living. Mm. So now, this is a to- segment that we do every episode, and it's nothing big. It's just as simple as either whether it be a, weight, a new diet or a new <laughs> recipe or... Um, uh, for some people it's like their spiritual or mental health yeah. and how they kind of keep it up to par. So I'll just give mine real quick. This week I had to turn my, learn how to turn my phone off. Mm. I've done that before, but it, it, it I, it's never stuck. Like I've always, oh, it's just that I hear, if it doesn't come through on my phone, it comes through on my computer. Right. So it's yeah. like, oh <laughs> crap. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I feel like I need to be in touch with everything. Cause if I, I'm not, then it's like. I'm losing, you know, what I mean? I'm losing my mind. But I've had to learn to turn it off at eight o'clock because if I want to get up at four o'clock every morning and not be tired, then I have to do it. Right. So that's mine this week. Learn to turn it off. Um, Why not? 
My... It's definitely not anything food related. Right, right. Because... But you're skinny as a whip anyway, so... Uh, yeah, I, but I used to eat McDonald's every day. Oh, really? Like, it was bad. <laughs> I actually had to go to a doctor, and like she's like, yeah, if you don't stop, you might get cancer. And I'm like, right. okay, wow, okay. Right, so, so I, do you, you know, eat normal now, like at I home? eat, like... Well, I do cook a little bit. I'm like right. a little home chef now. Oh, God. Kind of. I try and be I try and be gourmet as possible, right, but you know right. I'm not that like you know like you know you see the Pinterest thing where it's like oh nailed it like yeah. it looks nothing like it's supposed yeah, to, right. but um as long as it tastes good it doesn't matter yeah but, uh, but I do eat a little healthier but like my main um my main healthy living thing is uh, removing people in your life who don't see what you see for yourself right because like so my biggest thing is since I'm such an ambitious person and since I'm so ecstatic for my future and so pumped about it a lot of people don't. A lot of people are, like, realists, so they don't right. dream like I do. Mm-hmm. So they, like, oh, like, set achievable goals, like, get a 9-to-5 job, and when I'm 30 years old, I'm going to be making fifty to 60000 And Right. I'm sitting here, like, yeah, when I'm, like, 25, I want to make, like, $68 million a year. I want to start right. three fundraisers and uh, start ending world hunger. Like, you know, right, like, right. and I'm just, like, I have all these ambitious dreams, and people sometimes, when they see that, they discourage it because it's not because they want to hurt you, but it's because oh, they yeah. can't see it. Right. So it's not even necessarily removing those people from your life, but like mm-hmm. learning how to, um, one of the things like my mom always tells me, she's like, you're like Joseph. Right. And Joseph was a big dreamer. Right. And his brothers wanted to kill him because of it. And so it's like, and people don't necessarily want to kill me, but they'll kill my dream unintentionally. Right. Because of like, I want to start a clothing brand. Like, I have, I'm in the works of starting, like, a clothing line called Durgati. And right. it's just, like, a really cool, like, there's a lot of things in the works. And um, a lot of people want to discourage those things. Not because they don't think, like, it's not anything against you. It's just, like, it just doesn't seem achievable for anybody. And the right. thing is, it's only a dream until it happens. Right. And if you're consistent and you put your mind to it, it's going to happen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It might take a while, but, you know, having a Ferrari at 58 is the <laughs> same as having a Ferrari at 20. Is The only difference right. is there's, like, you know, yeah, 28 years or at I'm a little off there on my math, but it's like definitely 38. Yeah. <laughs> so really, it's true. But, um, but you know what I'm saying? So like just taking those people out of your life who, not necessarily out of your life, but out of that circle of like, don't don't tell your dreams to someone who's going to be like, oh, right. okay, yeah, definitely. You know, you want to go to someone who's like, oh, yeah, dude, I believe in that. Like, let's how are you going to make it happen? Let's right. make it happen. Again. You know, and that's one of the cool things about the studio is I'm around a lot of other artists who are just as hungry as I am. And we're all trying to push each other, push one agenda and like get each other out there. So. Um, but yeah, we definitely, I mean, that was, you know, one of the most important things I had to remove a few people from my circle, um, just because they didn't see things the way I do. Right. And and it has nothing to do, it doesn't mean they're bad people. It doesn't mean that you can't be friends. It just means like when it comes to knowing everything about me all the time, right. You can't be a part of that because it's actually dragging me down when you say things Mm -hmm. like this or that. And a lot of people, they only tell you those things to tear you down because they want to protect you, and they think they're helping you. Like, my mom did that at first. But then my mom realized, no, I need to feed into your dream. I need to push you. Right. But the bottom line, you can always go get another job. Yeah. But you're 21, go chase your dream. Right. If it comes around to 30, and you're still living in my house, you're getting then kicked out, and you better go find a job. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. But, like, you know, you're 21. Go live and be young and do your thing. Right. And she, she's very, it's crazy how supportive my parents have become. And how to learn how to support, like, such crazy dreams. Like, it's, right. even I listen to my dreams sometimes, like, man, what are you thinking? Like, <laughs> but right. that's the thing is I don't dream regular dreams. I dream God dreams. Mm-hmm. And that's how I know that I think it's probably going to happen because the only way this is going to happen is if God makes it happen. So, right. um, so, but yeah, so there's just some crazy stuff. 
Um, and I'm really excited about it. Um, but definitely have healthy habit. Get people around you who support you, feed into your dream, encourage you, have like-mindedness, those kind right. of things. You know? Right. So you know what? We're not even going to do a motivational minute today because that was motivation <laughs> right there. Um, I, it's weird how you thought about that because this week I've had to do a lot of thinking. I started a new job at a radio station, and I'm also doing the podcast too. Right. And when you're in this industry, we're, I'm going to bring it back to that because we both are kind of in the music radio kind it's of thing. It's tough. It is, and it's tough when you have people around you that you kind of have to push right. out of your life just be not really push out but kind of back up a little bit just because you have these well, dreams yeah. and it's what's also like you don't want people around you who don't have right the same like mindset of right like, oh dude let's go get you know like i'm right. saying like i've tried setting up there's a person in my life i've tried setting up stuff for them and helping them out right and i you know i've waited a long time for them to come back with some news for me like hey like what you got for me and they're like right oh well this happened and this happened this i'm like if you're gonna make excuses not to succeed right that's on you Right. But I can't have you, like, I need people around me who are like, let's do that, like, you know, let's get, I'm going to help you get your business started, help me get mine started, you know, like, right. I need, you want people who are all, like, pushing for, like, one agenda, like, mm-hmm. let's all succeed to get, you know, right. you can't have people, if someone doesn't have the same work ethic as you, they shouldn't be in your circle. Right. And I, I don't even think it's the fact that they're doing it intentionally, like Mm-mm. you said. No, yeah. They're, they're just doing it, be, like, uh, a lot of people, it's because they don't know any better. Right. But it comes to a point where, like. This is what I see, you know, like everyone wants to be a victim of something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. oh, well, when I grew up, I didn't have this or, okay, so get that now. Right. Go out and get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, so many people around me have that mentality and that's what made me go, okay, well, if the only way I'm going to be a musician and succeed in this is if I go and get it. Right. And um, if you don't have that mentality, that's okay. You yeah. can learn that mentality. Mm-hmm. But when someone's trying to teach you that mentality and you still don't put forth the effort to get that mentality, that's when right. I'm like, all right, I'm going to, you're still my friend, but right. you're not like my circle. In the circle, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, my circle is very small. <laughs> that's a good thing. So, so but I have a lot of big dreamers in my circle and very supportive right. people. And I think that's what's important. You right. know, get people who believe in you and believe in what you're doing and, yeah. and then return the favor to them. That's all you have to do. And, right, right. All right, well, tell them one more time how they can find you, how they can listen to your music and uh, all that good stuff. I am all over social media. I know you are. <laughs> um, I'm getting ready to start doing like you're about to see me like everywhere, literally, because I'm gonna be doing like ads and stuff like right. for the song and stuff. But um, Instagram, Caleb underscore Basham, Facebook, Caleb Basham Music. I have a Twitter. I don't really use it. Right. Uh, sometimes I'll put encouraging things on there, or you know, it's Twitter, man. You just yeah. post whatever you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else seems to. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you. Like, yeah. So people put some of their like deepest feelings in there, but right, um. Right. But yeah, you can find me on, on Instagram and Facebook are my two primary. Um, and then, you know, for events and stuff like that, I anytime I'm going to have some sort of event, like I'm getting ready to do a concert in like July, Oh wow! That will all those events will be lined up on my Facebook page. So right. if you go in there, um, and I'll spell Basham again for everybody. Cause yeah, why not? That way you don't have to go back and find it. <laughs> uh, B-A-S-H-I-O-U-M. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so... It's the same across yeah, social media, yeah. Caleb right. Basham music and then Caleb underscore Basham on Instagram and Twitter are the same. So right, and then yeah, music and music is all over iTunes and Spotify. It's just my name, right? Caleb Space Basham. So right, give them the name of the songs you have out right now. And I then... have Impatient. Uh, I almost said addicted. That's not I out know. yet. <laughs> Impatient, bad for me. Uh, just friends featuring Kid Manny. Go listen to that one because that boy, he he killed that song. 
and that one actually is getting a lot of more streams than I thought really? I was going to. Yeah, it's weird how what songs get streams yeah. and what don't. Um, but that kid, I mean, he's got such a good heart. And it actually came down to like, hey, what do you want? What percentage do you want for your verse? He's like, keep all the money. I don't want wow. it. I was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> right. Uh, so those are the three. Um, Impatient, Bad For Me, Just Friends. And then Addicted is releasing June 7th. And the party's on June 8th. So if you're in the Florida area, anywhere near Daytona, or even if you want to come all the way from another state, I right. love you even more. But right. uh, yeah, but anyone is welcome. You can bring any of your friends. It's cool. Let's just All have right. a good time. Appreciate you coming in today. Yeah, man. I appreciate you having me. All right. And this episode will be available this Saturday. This Saturday. For everyone that is listening. Mm. And we want to thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Keeping It Positive. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe if you have Absolutely. any questions. Um, you can email us at keepingitpositivepod at gmail.com. Follow us on social media, Keeping It Positive Pod. My social media is Travis underscore Timmons. That's everywhere. And until next time, don't forget to keep, keep it, it positive. positive.